This week's podcast is brought to you by FreshBooks. I've been using FreshBooks for years. We send hundreds of invoices a year using FreshBooks. It is incredibly easy to use, whether you are a large business, a mid-sized business, or a freelancer, FreshBooks allows you to send out custom invoices and get paid faster. I have a secret. We were using a very popular uh, accounting system that a lot of people use that's a giant pain in the neck to use, and I couldn't do it any longer, so I searched out all over the internets to find a place where I could do my bookkeeping online and I came up with FreshBooks and I'm pretty excited about them. Uh, They are not expensive at all. They are perfect for freelancers. They are perfect for the self-employed and they're perfect for my business too. And for the next 30 days, you can have unrestricted free trial to FreshBooks by going to freshbooks.com slash MDP and enter million dollar plan. You guys know I don't endorse a lot of products. I only like to endorse things that I use and I've used them for years. So check it out, freshbooks.com slash MDP and enter million dollar plan and see why I'm always so happy. A podcast? Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in theory. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to mere peasants. This week on The Million Dollar Plan, we not only have one of the most unique fake names ever selected on this show, but we're also uh, trying to deal with uh, questions revolving around a 403B, which is a type of a retirement plan. And uh, so we welcome to the show to cover all these sorts of things. Uh, Brielle, Brielle, welcome to the Million Dollar Plan. Thank you. Hi. Hi. I know you've got a unique uh, real first name, and you chose Brielle. Is Brielle, is that a real name? It's kind of pretty, right? I believe it is, yes. I know a few people that have little girls with Brielle. Oh, well, it's lovely. Uh, What are we doing today? we we got a 403B question. we got some other things. you got a lot going on. You've sent us uh, quite the uh, comprehensive email. Like, what's going on? Uh, well, first of all, I just want to tell you that I'm $50 in the hole because I needed to get a babysitter to take care of my children so I could listen to you <laughs> with full attention. Oh, so. my gosh. Now I feel so much pressure. I'm going to need a drink. <laughs> Nicole, we may have to do drinks on the show today. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, although I'll say we recorded another podcast earlier. The lady had her four-year-old in the background, and I got to hang out with the kid for a little while. So it's okay either way. I see. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, so what what is going on? How many, like, you're a teacher, right? Well, I'm technically a school librarian, so yes. that would be a media specialist, but yes, I'm also a teacher as well. So my wife uh, has, like, this secret passion for library science. Like, she wants to go back and do that now that our kids are of school age. Like, that's a thing. That's wonderful. That's great. I know. It is great. I, a media specialist. I remember mine was named Mrs. Brasher. Uh, her name was Mrs. Brasher. She was a media specialist. Uh, so you do that at elementary school? Do you do that at like a high school? What do you do that? Where? Where do you Ele- do that? Elementary school. Okay. The kids don't smell as bad in elementary school. No, they're quite pleasant. That's good. It's actually a wonderful job. And uh, you make some, some pretty good money. I, what <laughs> part of the country are you in? I'm in the East Coast. Okay. So. You make $101,000 a year as a media specialist. Well, starting in, in, in September, so 
yes, that will be <clears throat> what it what it is. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to feel feel like it's that much, but that's what they tell me I'm, I'll be getting. And then, what is your? Uh, how many people are in your household? There are just four of us: two children and my husband and I. And do your husband and you share finances? Um, I would say that's a mixed um, answer. He will give me certain amount of monies every week towards our expenses, mm-hmm. but I'm the one that basically takes care of paying most of the bills. Would you view his in, and I'm going to have to ask a few weird questions around this, but I, I, they matter. So um, d- d- who, who makes more money, you or him? I do. Okay. Significantly more. Okay, yeah. that's where I that's where I knew we were going there. So yeah, and <laughs> no, I mean I just yeah, I'm just because if if you deal with all this and he gives you money weekly, that I've seen it before. I knew exactly where we're at, so that's fine. Yep, You're, you got it. Uh, how old are the kids? Oh my gosh, they're like five minutes old. Um, I have a two, <laughs> <laughs> or it feels like that. Yeah. I have a two year old and a four year old. Okay, okay, so lots of. Lots of, you do the TV in your house or TV is not a babysitter? Like, how do you do this? Like, do the kids watch the TV? Well, they're more into like holding tablets. They like to yeah. choose their shows. Right. But, you know, right now one of our tablets isn't working, so it's a little painful. Jeez. Oh, that's that's Hence brutal. why I needed to get them out of here today. Yeah. There was no. <laughs> So no you've, way, got, no you've got you've uh, got quite a bit of money, uh, fifty well fifty one thousand or so in your four hundred three b, which is your retirement plan that you have through school. Now you have heard you mentioned to us that four hundred three b's aren't aren't good. I mean you hear this here and there, and and I'm just curious as to you know your thoughts on that. Well, I was literally twenty two when I opened it, and sure. I thought I was doing the right thing, and then after I had opened it, I had read so many things about annuities not being so great and you know sometimes the options in a 403b aren't so good i mean i just don't think for my age it it's really where it should be for i'm not saying i contribute so much but i would think it would be a little more than what it is right now and that's where i think i'm making a big mistake like maybe i should get it out of there or or lower the deduction or freeze it or i don't even know well uh, yeah that, that's a great question so let's talk about that i would say this that yes 403bs can be pretty expensive to own mm-hmm. right they, they the, the fees every year can be pretty brutal and sometimes the investments are, themselves aren't good but that's really tough to say it just really depends on what's within the 403b but here's the bigger issue if you start to get frustrated by that therefore you stop throwing money at it that's where we have a problem because the most important part of preparing for your future is getting money in there. And so when we have apprehension around that and then we don't fund it the way we need to fund it, then something really weird happens. You take home more money, you become more dependent on that more money, and then retirement gets even harder because now you've got this bigger lifestyle. So uh, that's what we have to prevent from happening. Do you feel like that's happened so far or do we just feel like we need to prevent that? I feel like that could happen the way you're saying, but it has not happened because I, I have not stopped contributing. I just, just I'm kind of embarrassed to say that that's all I have yeah, in it. Yeah. And, and so you put a uh, hundred bucks into a Roth IRA as well. Is, is the school corporation putting any money into your 403B on, on top of what you were putting in? No, no. Yeah. You know, I got to go ahead and say it just flat out. I mean, I would, I would alter your contributions from that 200 going into the 403B and just crank your Roth to 300 a month. I see. And even, and there's actually, there's one thing I should mention. It's tax deferred. So I guess I don't pay taxes on that 200 I, I put in. 
Yeah, but Does that I, make a difference? It, no. Well, I mean, f- based on your age, the, it's probably, and I'm not a tax uh, accountant, but based on your age, a Roth product is is appropriate for you, and it doesn't sound like your household income is going to be bumping up any against any, do you guys uh, file uh, jointly or not? Not right this minute, no, but okay. we, we're going to be trying to go back to that, yes. Yeah, you're not bumping up against any tax brackets, so... Of two hundred bucks, you're only deducting twenty four hundred dollars a year off of your pay, yeah. so it's not that significant. So I, I would say, to but then there's another issue, right? Then you've got fifty some thousand dollars exposed to an account which arguably has higher fees than you need. Uh, is it and it is that fifty one thousand is all part of the school corporation you're you're currently involved with, right? Yes, it is. So sometimes that can be a challenge because then. It, depending on the rules, you can't move that to somewhere else. Um, do you happen to know if you're able to roll that into something else while you're working there? Most places you cannot. Every once in a while, there'll be a salesman in the school saying <laughs> that I can yeah. transfer it over. I just have to get their permit. I have to get on the phone with them and have permission and then fill out like a mountain of paperwork. So I think yeah. that means I could move it but I've never really tried it because I feel like it's just another annuity salesman. Why would I move it to the same exact thing? So Probably. I mean, <laughs> if we're being honest, yeah, probably. I mean, the, yeah. the issue is, I mean, it could be performance. I mean, we could be dealing with like the investments aren't that good, but what we're likely dealing with is the investments are dragged down by the fees. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't, you know, I would just know what the fees are. We like to see people below 1% expense ratio, 1%. You could be as high as two and a half to three percent. It sounds right. like if you're in a 403b, um, most people. I mean, like ours here in our workplace, we're below a half percent. You know, one percent or below is okay. Um, but if you're above one percent, that's not good. I mean, your money's just getting eaten alive. Right. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. And then, but you just got this big pay increase. How are you going to take advantage in a positive way? of that $9,000 pay increase? Well, to be honest, I'm not sure because I have the two kids that need to go to daycare and now I can finally afford to send both of them, not just one. Sure. Um, so that's gonna drag. Where was the other one going? Were you just like putting in a drawer or what were you doing? <laughs> she, she was just going to a babysitter oh. and now I can really send her to real daycare. So that's gonna drag about almost 2,000 a month so that's that's an expense right there. Yeah. I just don't even know if I'm going to see a difference. I'm not sure if I will. So, okay. Now, now your husband's situation, it sounds like, and I'm going to put words in your mouth because I'm just, is it sort of a get back on your feet situation with him? It kind of is. I mean, he, he, definitely can, he definitely contributes every single week. It's just that he has a, an IRS debt that sure. has to be paid off. So Those happened. Yeah. He he sold he sold the house, and he. I thought maybe at the closing they would take the taxes, but they don't. They just give you a big fat check. So yeah. he paid off his debts, and then IRS time they're like, um, you kind of owe some money on that sale of the house. And neither one of us had had it at that time, so uh, I just want to maybe pay it off once and for all because I'm tired of always having to. Um, come tax time, I have to file separately because it really had nothing to do with me. But then I can't take advantage of paying for the kids' uh, sure. schooling because because of that. There's all these loopholes. I mean, with with taxes, it's tricky. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, and plus, I mean, I just looked at your mortgage payment. You're paying 
over $3,000 a month for your mortgage. What's the value of your home? I have it here. I have the outstanding house, what it's worth, and I have, it's, I still have to pay $357,000. Okay, three fifty-seven. you pay $3,000 a month, you have a 30-year mortgage, you have 22 years left. Mm-hmm. Um, so your take-home pay, though, and then your husband's take-home pay, that's a, that's a high percentage of your take-home pay going toward your mortgage payment, right? Yeah. You feel overhoused? Like, what's, what's, what's the You know, what's it was fine thinking? when it was just the two of us. It really wasn't that big of a deal. And then, you know, you add on two kids, and it, it, it gets a little, it gets tougher. I guess that's really well, yeah, which, what it is. It, you can't really send them back. So, again, <laughs> I, when I say there's a lot going on, I feel like sometimes I say that a lot. What's yeah. your stress level and comfort level with it right now? Because I'm looking at this, I'm a little bit stressed. I'm a little, I'm a little bit stressed for you. How stressed are you? Wait, wait, wait. We'll complete that thought right after these words. So you're racing against the clock to wrap up three projects, prepping for a meeting later in the afternoon, all while trying to tackle a mountain of paperwork. Welcome to my life, and welcome to the life of business owners and freelancers all across this globe. Challenging? Yep. But our friends at FreshBooks believe the rewards are so worth it. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for the self-employed. To meet this need, FreshBooks is excited to announce the launch of an all-new version of their cloud accounting software. And believe me when I tell you, it's beautiful. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom-built for exactly the way you work. And I work. And anyone works. Get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. The all-new FreshBooks is not only ridiculously easy to use, it's also packed full of powerful features. Create and send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds. For those doing the math, it's a half a minute. Set up online payments with just a couple of clicks and get paid up to four days earlier. And see when your client has seen your invoice and put an end to the guessing game. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. That's you. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com slash MDP and enter million dollar plan in the how did you hear about us section. That's freshbooks.com slash MDP and enter million dollar plan. Go get the free stuff right now. I think I stress out about money probably five to six, seven times a day. Oh. So that's why so when that's I ten, found yeah. you like two months ago, I'm like, I have to talk to you because okay. this is, yeah, no, I'm stressed all the time. And I was hoping you wouldn't feel stressed, but that's making me feel worse that you're looking at it feeling stressed. Well, I mean, look, let's be honest. If I looked at the, if you feel, st- one of us has got to be right or one of us has got to be wrong. Like you're right. You should feel stressed. I'm telling you, you're right. Yeah. Isn't that better than you like butchering a situation and it, like, I get it. Like, I feel you. 
So let's fix that. Okay. Um, let's look at your million dollar day if we can for a second, because we got to work backwards at some point. Based on the numbers you provided for us, uh, you'll be a millionaire on March 8th of 2044 if nothing else changes. March 8th of 2044. Now, the problem... two years longer than I hoped. I had like a goal, and two years later than I would have... Ha- you know, not that not that it's great in 2044, yeah. but I was hoping you'd at least say 2042. Well, look, I mean, we can change. That's the whole point of this show is like if we change your habits, uh, it can go up. Like, look, uh, you can't look because you're on a phone call, but uh, I'm pulling <laughs> up right now. Uh, if we change your habits by. Uh, I'm just messing around with my computer. I want no, that doesn't. Yeah, look, if we if if you're putting $150 more a month away along the way. Okay. It goes to 2042. That's the whole point. Like when you make little changes over a long period of time, it's a huge impact. I will say this though, at age 67, we have you slated to uh have $948,000, uh which means you're going to be a millionaire after you are 67, right? And then your, your, your take-home pay after inflation and everything is $1,100 a month. This is to say to you, the retirement is not taken care of quite. I, like, I, I want to get to a point where we can sort of the old Ron Popeil showtime rotisserie. We want to set it and forget it. I want yeah. you to be able to ignore retirement, unfortunately, not to pile on. But we also have not earned the right to ignore retirement yet. No. But there's a big but. There's a big but. You have a you have a pension, right? Apparently, it might still be there. Yes. What state are you in? I am in New Jersey. Okay. Teachers pension, New Jersey. Googling it. Uh, <laughs> ooh, oh, it's one of the first ones. That can't be good. No, uh, of course. Not. How healthy is it? Meaning, what do I have in it? No. How how healthy is this, the, oh. the the pension itself? Do you ever hear it, like people going? Oh, it's yeah, good. we get articles all the time that it's in trouble. But I was I had maybe like a mini escape plan for that. Yeah. I was thinking that if it was really really getting bad, like down to the point where it was going to go away, like maybe at that point, because I've been teaching for a while, maybe I can just stop working and then start substituting and maybe take my pension and run or take it early. Maybe I'll still get a chance to get my paws on what's mine. I mean, I don't even know. Have you ever been at the beach and seen, like, Chris Christie at the beach and thought you could talk to him about it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't not say that. I couldn't <laughs> not say that. Sorry. Um, so you yeah. pension. What, what, did, I know your, your husband's situation is different. Does he have any retirement benefits through what he does? He does, but it, again, he's not. He just started contributing again. He will have a pension as well, but it's it's like long time coming, like far away, like sure. mine, and it it's not it's not even half of what I have. So I'm really on my own here as far as as far as retirement. I think. Okay, he's so got his own issue. how much do you pay in daycare once both kids are in daycare? Just got the bill yesterday. Oh, that's so I can fun. Tell you that's stressful. Sure. Isn't that not stressful when you get a bill like uh, that? Even when you know it's coming, it sucks. Yes. So it's about. It's going to be about eighteen hundred a month. Okay. Okay. So th- we got some good things happening here. We really do. I mean, that, that's a good thing to me because okay. it is. When, so you're four and two, or am I making up the ages? They're four and two, right? 
So in four years, you're not going to have $1,800 a month in daycare costs. No way. So let's think about this. If you've listened to my show before, you've heard me say this. The goal here, especially in your situation, and hell, in my situation too, the goal is not to have a lot of money at retirement. The goal is to not need a lot of money. And look at your situation. $3,000 a month goes away in 22 years when your mortgage is paid off. $1,800 a month goes away in four years. Hell, between the two, it's like $5,000 a month you won't need. Yes. Like, that's good news. Okay. You just have to survive until then. Right? That I can do. I'm a survivor. You sound like a survivor. You really do. You seem like you got some grit. <laughs> do you? Yes. Yes. You seem like a fighter. I'm not giving up, no matter what. There's this nothing to give like up, the worst, though. The worst situation you ever saw, and I'm still not giving oh, up. First of all, no, it's not. Second of all, there's something important that you need to understand here. Your situation is not hopeless. And sometimes I look at these and I have to say to the person, hey, I'm going to be honest, do the best you can, but this is hopeless. Yours is not even close to hopeless. Like, this is fine. Here's where you're at. You have a two and a four-year-old, which is really hard ages based on daycare. So you're running on a treadmill. You are running in place and your life doesn't feel like it's getting better. And your goal is just to make sure it doesn't get worse until they get out of daycare. Okay. Like, just accept the fact that it's a crappy period. That, that's what you yeah. got to do. Yeah. You know, and plus you had this perfect storm. You're, you're dealing with that. You got that IRS debt, your husband's situation. Like, there's just a lot going on. It's just stressful. It is. Yeah, I, look, it's not ideal, but it's, it's going to get, and you're in a high cost of living area. That, that's incredibly obvious. That is probably the hardest part. How many car payments? Didn't you have a car question, too? Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. We haven't <laughs> yeah. even there. Well, this is... Well, apparently, I've learned this the hard way. Like, basically, everybody wants you to lease. And it's so enticing to lease. And now that I have a lease that's up, I, was, I even went out last night with my friend looking at cars in car dealerships and basically people were telling me like I need six or seven hundred dollars a month if I want to finance something like laughing me out the door like it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be I think I, my question is maybe I should try to talk to my this is my first lease and okay. my last lease I hope like talk to them about maybe getting like saying okay oh this much can you take this much and I'll get a loan or yeah, it's so like let, throwing money out the door. Okay, so let, let me back up to the very beginning of transportation. Okay. Not, not to like caveman times, like Fred Flintstone car, beginning of transportation, but like just to the beginning of your need for transportation. Do you have a car right now? Yes. What's happening with it? What's going, what's, what's the problem with it? it? Nothing. The lease is up in October. Okay, okay. So you have, a, you have a lease that's up in October. So you leased, and how much is that lease a month? $385. And so you uh, are, are trying to plan ahead, and you're like, all right, I'll take another one of them, right? And, and, and people are like, no, there's no more of these. That's where you're at right now. Pretty much. What kind of, what kind of like a minivan? What are we dealing with here? It's an SUV, and, and I looked up the residual. Is that the right word? Residual we'll, value? We'll go with it, yeah. I think it's about 28000 I owe, but it's not worth 28000 Like, if a car dealer sold it today, he would sell it for maybe 20000 or 18000 So, So, 
why lease? I mean, everyone's saying lease, and I don't know who these people are, but why, why do you think you're a person that should lease? Well, I'm, I don't think I'm a person that should lease, but I can't seem to, to find a payment that's under $400 unless I lease. Because every time I talk to someone about financing, they're like, no, that's going to cost five or $600 a month. I can't, well, you, you know this, I cannot spend that no, every month and feel like I'm going to be okay. I'm not. Is, is part of, what kind of SUV is it? It's a Volvo. Okay, so, so they're very safe. They're very safe. And they're uh, Swedish, German, what is a Volvo? Um, no one knows. They're I foreign feel like cars. It's, I really should know that. My neighbor has it a Volvo. from Sweden. Really? No, maybe I lied. I don't know. I, no one knows. But here's the thing. <laughs> and this is not fun. This, this part's not fun. No. Do you need another luxury car? I mean, no. But even, I even went to Chevy last night, Pete, and they, I wanted to finance, and they're like, that's going to be about $700. What? Is that it's a Chevy. Okay, so a couple things here, and we got to make sure that my GM listeners don't, you know, send me ugly emails, so let's back off the Chevy stuff. I'm sorry. I'd like Chevy, but not for $700 a month, I don't. I wanted to get a goat for the purpose of making goat's milk slash goat cheese and name it Chevy, you know, because anyway, because Chevy. <laughs> Um, so here, do you have bad credit? I mean, is your credit no, no. good? No. My how, credit is kick. It's awesome. It's kick. I've never heard anyone say that. Um, how much was the car, what was the sticker price of the car you were looking at? The one that I have now or the one No, the Chevy. The, the, what was it? Like a Tundra? What are you getting? What? No, it was an Equinox. It was like a 2000, I looked at the 2017 and a 2018 Equinox and I could not... I can help you. We finally this. left with him saying $365 a month for a lease. I said, I'll think about it. Thank you. Okay, here's, here's the thing. Stop buying new cars. What are you doing? Why do you want a new car? I'm not saying buy a, a jalopy, as my dad would say. I'm saying buy like something that's like four years old that's got some uh, warranty left on it. What, what, I mean... Well, I also went to Lexus last night and looked at a four-year-old car. And? But then I said to myself, but I already have a four-year-old car. Why am I going to just trade a four-year-old car when I have a four-year-old car? Uh, what am I doing? You're thinking about that wrong. Okay, so you, you, you're trading the four-year-old car because you don't own the four-year-old car. Like, you, you, you have to get rid of the four-year-old car and, unless you're going to try to buy it now because you're leasing it, right? Yes. So it's, Maybe I should just try to buy it. Well, maybe, maybe. Look, I, if you've listened to the show, I'm, you're gonna. I want to say something you already know. I have an 08 and I have an 04, and they're both paid off. They're both Lexus SUVs. Everyone always wants to know they're Lexus SUVs. They're nice, but I own them and they're fine, right? So, like, if you're gonna buy a high quality car like a Volvo, this is where I try to act like a car guy, but I'm not because I've never changed my oil. But stick with it. Uh, if you're gonna buy a Volvo. The Volvo starts to kick ass when you own it for a long time and it's still worth something. Owning it in the first couple years, hell, own a Chevy because it will still be worth something in the first couple years. If you're going to buy nice cars, drive them for a long time. Like, I think you should buy like a, a decent car. I don't know, a, a Honda with Toyota SUV that's four or five years old and you can get your payment to where you need it. Right? No? Am I... Am I Am I no, making this I know up? you're right. I don't know if I am. I feel like 
I, I might be missing something. Like, what's your husband drive? Truck. He drives a Chevy. Uh, a truck, right? Yes. Yeah. Sounded like a truck guy. You know? I'm not a truck guy. I'm not strong. Your husband sounds strong. Is he strong? Yes, very strong. I bet he is. <laughs> Could he, like, lift the kids over his head and things? Uh, definitely. Okay. That's very manly. Does he have a mustache? Well, couldn't I just talk oh, to the guy on the phone, to the Volvo guy, and say, please sell it to me for less money and we can work out a loan situation? It, well, you could, but it's not going to happen. You oh, they to, won't say yes to well, that? Well, I mean, the, the, it has, math has to be involved, right? So you need <laughs> to buy a car that's probably somewhere between sixteen dollars to $20,000. And I know what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. Well, where, how, how am I going to do that? That's why it's got to be a few years old. Uh, and then you finance it for four or five years. I don't, I'd rather you not do five, but look, if you're trying to stay at 385, you're probably going to have to do it. And then there you go. The problem is you're trying, you, you, was it our last call, uh, Nicole, that the lady said she's got champagne taste on a beer budget? Is that what she said? Yeah, that's exactly what she said. Well, that's said. where we're at here too, right? You want a Volvo, but you, you shouldn't have a Volvo. That's, right. that's no, that, that's no beef uh, uh, on you. That's, that's the idea that you pay $3,000 a month for a house and 1800 for childcare. You can get that Volvo when the kids get out of childcare. But now there's only $28,000 left on the car that I owe. So maybe I should, it's a bad situation. Maybe I should just try to stay in this and, and just ride it out with that if I can, if I can talk to them about, I don't know, lowering it. Well, let me take a look here. Let, I'm going to do 28000 Let's say you bought it at, uh, what do you think your interest rate would be on that car? 2.49 if I can qualify. Okay, 2.49. That's $496 a month on a five-year car loan. Right? Well, I, I say right. I have the numbers in front mm. of me. It is right. Um I don't know. What's it on a uh, six-year car loan? Which still, I mean, that's getting a little. Then it's four nineteen. That's not a lot better. See, th let's just bring the price point down. Let's bring it down to twenty thousand uh, bucks, and then go to five-year car loan, two point four nine. Now, yeah, I also have a little cash I could maybe put towards it. But you shouldn't. Your you shouldn't though. Your situation. You need that. You need cash. Yeah, you do have a lot of money in cash, by the way. But I, 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 I kind of sneak into it every month because I can't pay the bills on just what I make. So I always sneak into that fund, and it's getting. It, it wasn't always forty; it was like sixty. So it's going down, down, down. Twenty thousand dollar car financed over five years at two point four nine is three hundred and fifty four dollars a month. So what do you think about that? I think that's a better option than than buying a car you can't afford. Like, right. And better than going back to Chevy and groveling and saying, oh, I'll take the lease for no, three six. Stop leasing. You're, <laughs> I hate leasing. You're right. Well, I don't no, know what Leasing's okay for some people, but it's just your... Not for me. Your recipe. No. 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 Um, it's weird. I, okay, I'm going to ask a strange question. I don't even know why I'm asking it. Do you feel like you always have to get the most bang for the buck? Like, do you feel like you really try to squeeze value out of your dollars. So weird how you like totally know me. Yes. Yeah, I yes. can feel that because I'm sorry, is it terrible quality? Yes. No, it's that not a so terrible mean. quality. It's it can be misconstrued. You can misuse it. Yeah, you can misuse it. And I think you're misusing it. 
Because what you're saying is, I want to get the best car I can for the money I'm willing to spend on a car. And that feels like a positive quality. Like I'm saying it right now and you're going, yeah, what's the problem with that, right? Mm -hmm. Here's how I look at it. Not that I'm right, but here's how I look at it. This is how much money I want to spend. Uh, and I, I, I pay cash for cars because I don't want to mess with them. And I buy them four or five. So I, I'll buy a five-year-old Lexus for like $25,000 cash and I'm done. And I don't care, right? And, and, and the point here isn't, well, hey, you should have $25,000 cash. The, the, the point is I'm not driven by my taste in cars or the need to have a newer car. So it allows me to spend $25,000 on a $50,000 car. Right. You know? And you know what? If I could do it all again, I would, I would do it exactly like what you're saying. But right now I can't. I can't. Even though I have $40,000 in cash, I can't plunk down. No, you can't. So that's the thing. I think I'm going to get smarter with that. And if I just ride this out, I'm, I can save money. And I will never, I'm not going to lease again. And I'm not going to ever do that again. I think I can make those wiser decisions down the road. But right now I need to stop the bleeding somehow. The lease is up in October. September's kind of a crazy month for me, so I feel like now's the time I need to figure out what I'm going to be doing with this car. And it's, what, it's where'd the forty? How the forty thousand dollars get there? Like, how in the world did you do that? Uh, I refinanced the house at one point. I, um, what else? I took a loan for a, a class. So you cashed that money there. You I, cashed I mean, out refi. Yes. Why? Um, at that time, I needed the money. I just couldn't make anything work, and it just felt it felt safer. I had some equity in the house, and I just did it. Okay, so here's now, the thing. Probably wasn't the best move. No, see, this is this is it's indicative of of that sort of most bang for the buck thing. Like, I think you're influenced by what lenders and and uh, marketers and product providers allow you to do it like so it's like sort of i'm going to push the limits of what i'm able to do because i'm able to do it and i think it's just so it's it it has built up and hurt you right right um here's what i'm going to do i we need to change your you're 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 on the cusp of your thinking changing it's just not there yet i i'm going to send you a copy of your money life your 40s have you read it yet um, I downloaded one of your things, but I don't think that one, not, no. Okay. No. So your money life, your forties, are you a reader? I mean, you're, yeah, I was about to say, are you a reader? Hell, you're I'm a, a huge reader. I promise. Okay. So <laughs> send Nicole your mailing address and I'm just going to send you a copy of your money life, your forties. Okay. Thank you. I need your thinking to shift from getting the most bang for your buck to, okay. And this is sort of some we've been working on a lot here recently. Stick with me on this, Brielle. You have to make tomorrow easier. Right now, there is no plan in place to make the future easier. Right now, you're taking whatever economic advantage you have, and you're trying to get the most for you out of it now. We need right. to pass some of that advantage to the future. We need to make tomorrow easier. So that's the shift. It's going to take some time because you've probably been this way for 20 years as an adult, right? I feel like I'm always in like attack mode. Yes. You know, it'd be great. And here's the thing. I can feel your intensity. I love it. And you, you got a lot of fire. We just need the fire to go down the right path. Okay. 
I, this is, I, I will say it again, and I mean this, and this isn't one of those things where I say no offense and then say something offensive. Uh, this is not a hopeless situation. There, there is much hope here, but it has to start with consumer decisions. It has to start with just a, a, a different approach as to what money is supposed to do for you. You're right. You're right. I needed to hear it. All right. You can do this. Uh, so we're sending you a book. Any any other questions for now? I mean, we've we've you know, I feel like I've answered some of them. Anything else? No, I feel like you spent a lot of time. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, we've got your fifty bucks worth because the kids are with a sitter, probably pumping them full of sugar. So when you get them back, you're gonna have to yell at them a little bit. Yes. I went on That's vacation okay. last week uh, and we rented a house in in uh, South Carolina. And it turns out vacation is just yelling at your kids in someone else's house. Yes, I was on vacation too last week. I didn't pay for it, so don't oh, worry. But same yeah. exact thing. Yes. I feel you. Vacation at the beach is really not a vacation when you're a parent. But no, it's not. let's not ruin it for the people that don't That's know right. better. That's right. Suckers. All right. So, uh, so a book's <laughs> on the way. Thanks for joining us. And please give us updates, okay? I certainly will. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's it for this week's uh, Million Dollar Plan. Every once in a while, I'll send you a book. Every once in a while. Uh, and, uh, I mean, you got to send a book to a librarian, right? Right? All right, that's it for this week's show. If you want to be on the show, be on the show. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. I'm done for the week. The team and I are going out to have some beers because they work harder than anyone you know. So we're going to go buy them some booze. See ya. I'm out. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money right, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Release from Everest, the freshest fresh, and you can call me ET or to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Salutations, I bring you love, Tron greetings from a far away land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home, filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed, glide with ease, creating a breeze they call a black hole, event horizon, no rear view concerns. This I adjourn, adjourn. it beats I burn, I burn, I burn. This I adjourn, this I Salutations, I bring you love, Tron, greetings from a far away land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, Tron, can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?